Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Let's Wonder podcast. I did not record an episode last week, so I appreciate your patience and appreciate the fact that you're back to listen to this one. Uh, I had a lot going on last week and just mentally was not in the space to record a positive podcast, if I'm being completely honest which is what we do here. We are transparent and we are honest. So I had to take that time off to recharge and now we're here. So looking forward to connecting with you guys today and delivering you yet another great episode of the Let's Wander podcast. So before we get into the content of the episode, want to talk real quick about nothing. I like to do these little things uh, before we get into the real meat of the episode and all the seriousness of whatever the topic is. But in full transparency, it's been back to school and back to sports for, I don't know, two weeks, maybe two or three weeks. And like, it's just crazy. The kids don't want to get up for school. They're tired and they're comfortable. And I can't blame them because I don't want to get up to take them to school because it's cozy. But, you know, you got to get up, we got to get them ready. And then it's like they go to school, nobody's happy about it. So your day is already starting off in such a tone that is like, well, this is great. So they go to school, they come home, it's like four o'clock. And then you're like, okay, we have like an hour before we have to leave for soccer or baseball or both. And like, are we eating dinner now? Or is this a snack? Is this like a late lunch? Is this like, you know, I don't know. So then, you know, we're eating dinner now at like almost nine o'clock and then I'm like trying to cook a thousand different things that nobody is going to eat because they're tired and they're, they're grumpy. So it's like, what is life, you know, but it's, it's, it's when you're in the thick of it and I really don't want to complain because I love them dearly. And I know there will be a day where I will just wish that, that, you know, that I'm back here in this space because they're going to be grown and they're not going to want to spend time with me or whatever, but it's just crazy. So I try to emphasize not only for myself, but for you, if you can relate the importance of routine, because it is so important that when everything else feels like chaos, you have some level of routine. So whether it's like a morning routine or an evening routine or both. So Even if, you know, the kids are miserable and they don't want to get up, like I'm trying to get up maybe an hour and a half or so before them so I can drink my coffee in peace and I can kind of just like sit there in the quiet before the chaos of the day starts. And, you know, even if you don't have kids, but your mornings are chaotic because, you know, you have other things to do or work, like give yourself some time before the chaos actually begins for the day because it's going to make a difference in your mood for the rest of the day. So... So today we are going to be talking about why we are guarded in relationships and how to become vulnerable. And in full transparency, I deeply struggle with this for many reasons. Uh, It is something that I have been actively working on, uh, I would say probably more so in the past three years. Um, maybe really working on it the past year and I've needed help to get through that um, and to continue to get through it. Uh, It's very challenging 
And I felt like it would be a good topic. I did also put a poll on my Instagram of a few topics that uh, I were thinking I was thinking of that I've kind of been thinking of, and this was the winner. So um, clearly, I am not the only one that struggles with this. So I think it's very interesting because, you know, when we talk about relationships, obviously relationships are, it's a partnership, right? It's two people. It's not just you. So your actions and your emotions and how you show up are greatly going to affect your other person. And, you know, even if we're not talking about a significant other, but we're talking about a friendship, you know, how can you become very close with a friend or feel like you're close with a friend if you only let them in so much, right? Or you keep them at arm's length. So, you know, what are the depths of the relationships in your life if that's how you're operating? Um, And again, in full transparency, I pretty much keep everyone at an arm's length. And I, again, more recently have been very vulnerable with my friends and, you know, my, my partner, but it is not easy. And it's almost like the second that you feel any type of uh, issue or something that is uncomfortable, it's immediately like, okay, I want to go back to my shell now, right? And, you know, it causes a whole chain of events or, or reactions that you know, aren't always the best for repair or moving forward or even just operating a a relationship on, on a daily basis. So it's very challenging and it really comes from, uh, I mean, a multitude of reasons why, why we are like this. And I should, you know, insert here that I am not a therapist. So if you're really struggling with this, it may behoove you to reach out and um, you know get some external help. I can only speak about my personal experience and how I've overcome or what I've done to try to move forward in this particular area of my life. And for me, that did mean getting help. And if you know me, you know that I'm a huge advocate for therapy. It's really truthfully saved my life. And it's totally okay if that's not for you. I just need to make sure that I put out here that I am not a therapist. So whatever I speak about today is solely based on my own particular personal experience. All right, so let's talk about why we might be guarded in relationships. So generally speaking, being guarded in a relationship, it's, you know, it's like a defense mechanism, right? We use it to protect ourselves from getting hurt emotionally, And really it can happen for, you know, a number of reasons. Like mainly it's like our fear of rejection, right? We don't want to be rejected because that friggin' hurts. We are afraid to trust people because our trust has been broken in the past. And then, you know, there's possible other traumatic experiences that may be relatable, um, you know, or maybe that you have experienced in your life that you keep deep in your heart. But we, all of those things and um, many others, but all of those things, you know, kind of prompt us to put these walls up and keep everybody at an arm's length. And in some ways, it's it makes us feel safe and secure, right? Because it's kind of like, all right, nobody's coming in to hurt me. But at the same time, it can 
really prevent us from forming a deep connection with people in our lives, whether, like I said before, whether that's a close friend or it's a significant other or maybe even a family member. Like, you know, a lot of times we hear people say like, you know, my family doesn't get deep, like everything surface level or, um, you know, you're not a really deep person because you don't want to open up. So you keep everything at surface level and, you know, other things. So it can be really challenging and it can be really scary to want to open up. So if I'm speaking from my personal experience, I have a very big fear in full transparency of being hurt. I have been hurt in the past and I've been let down in the past and I have felt alone when I shouldn't have felt alone. I have felt sad without comfort. Um, I have been made to feel unwanted, like all of these things. And in my mind, you know, I don't forget any of those things, right? Like I can move past them, but do you, but do I really forget them? No, I don't. And so they stick with me and they're in my heart. And I kind of vowed to myself that like, I don't ever want to feel this way again because of someone else, right? Like if we want to talk about self-betrayal and self-abandonment and so, and all of those things, like that's a whole other topic, which I'm sure we'll cover at some point. But I don't want to feel hurt and I don't want to feel let down because of someone else. And so that is kind of how I was navigating my life, right? Like I'm fine. You can come in, but you can you can only come in like so far. Like you can come in the front door, but you have to stay on the the floor mat, right? Like you can't come actually like into the house. And then for me, it was like, I'll come in your house, but I'll have like one foot in your house and like one foot in your front door and one foot on your porch. And so trying to get me to have two feet in someone's house and trying to get said person to actually come in to my house is a real challenge and it's been a struggle and it's not easy to work through. And so it's really important to try to find the balance between protecting ourselves, but then also being open to love and connection. And I strongly believe that this is also very much tied in with self-worth and what you believe you deserve. So again, in full transparency, I have been someone that has hurt others. And when you carry, and I'm only speaking for me, but I feel like it's relatable, when you carry guilt or you carry those feelings, you feel like maybe you don't deserve love, right? But that's also not true. And so your mind becomes your own worst enemy, right? So the important thing is that you recognize behaviors and you recognize maybe where your pain is stemming from and then you actively try to work on those things so that you can heal yourself and then also know your worth. And it took me a really long time to acknowledge and to know that I am worthy of a good connection and that I am worthy of being loved and that I'm not 
too much, right? Or I'm not too, you know, anxious or whatever it may be, right? Once you believe that you are amazing the way that you are and that you do deserve love and that you do deserve a great connection and that one is actually out there for you who will meet your expectations if you want to use that word or who will love you unconditionally and through all of the chaos that may happen or whatever that somebody will actually have your back you have to actually believe that in order to become vulnerable in the relationship and for me I think that was the hardest thing allowing people into my life and not questioning their intentions like why do they want to come why do they want to be friends with me or like why why does this person want to be with me like you know what is I don't understand like do they just want to be with me for a little bit and then they're out of here or like do you are you in it for the long haul or like is it just like a right now thing do you do you actually care do you actually love me or are you just here because it's fun and you think I'm pretty and you know so all of those thoughts can literally drive you insane and not only you but the person that you are with as well um and it can just make for a really interesting dynamic now I don't want this to come off like, you know, the person that's guarded is the root of all of the issues because that's really not true. And we're just trying to feel safe, right? Like safety is important for us. So for us to thrive in a personal relationship or a friendship or a close dynamic, we need to feel like it's a safe environment. We need to feel like we could say 1,000 crazy thoughts in five seconds and we're not going to get weird looks or maybe you'll give us a weird look, but we're not going to get like an attitude or we're not going to get like questioned or we're not like someone that will love and respect us through all of that stuff, right? That That's a safe place. But in return, we also need to allow a safe zone for our partner or friend or whoever the other party is in the relationship. So it's what I mentioned, like it's very important to find a balance between protecting ourselves and being open to love and connection, right? And so the other piece of this is clear and open communication, right? You need to, one, know exactly who you are and love who you are and own who you are and be able to express that to the other person in your life. And you need to be able and be okay with saying like, hey, maybe I'm somebody or I am somebody that requires a lot of reassurance or I am somebody who, you know, is has trouble trusting. So if I ask you a lot of questions, I'm not trying to accuse you of being dishonest. I'm just trying to 
get reassurance for myself or I am someone who has been really hurt in the past so I may become a little bit hesitant. So you need to become very clear with who you are and you need to be able and secure with communicating those exact things. And the response that you get from the other person is going to let you know exactly where they're at. They are either going to be very capable of doing those things for you because it's important to them, or they are going to be incapable because they don't have the patience for it. And they're going to let you know in their response. So if you get a response and it's kind of like a Tony response, like a a response that's short or, you know, like sarcastic or something like that, then maybe that's something that you want to just reevaluate, right? Because safety is important. So that's kind of what I was saying. You need to be clear with your needs. And based on the response, that person's going to be able to tell you without telling you if they're going to be able to meet your needs or not. And the more that we get okay and the more that we get comfortable with trusting ourselves and trusting our intuition, the easier it is to become vulnerable because we're learning the act of trust. Because think about it, if you don't trust yourself, it's going to be really hard for you to trust others, right? If you don't trust yourself and you don't trust your choices and you don't trust kind of how you navigate through this thing of life, then it's going to be really hard for you to trust anyone. And that's where it come, the piece comes in about really knowing yourself. And if there's any level of like trauma or just pain or anything that's been really bugging you, you need to work on healing that. And whatever your healing journey looks like, It's going to be different than mine. It's going to be different than the person next to you or the person closest to you. It's not going to look the same. Nobody's healing journey is the same, but it's very important that you recognize what those things are and what needs to be addressed and what needs to be healed. So that way you can kind of navigate through life and friendships and relationships and just in general and feel okay no matter what. By taking small steps and being very open with people in your life, you can gradually build up the trust and create a deeper connection. So it's important for us to recognize vulnerability as actual, like as an actual strength and not a weakness. And I think that is one thing that is a misconception, right? We might look at vulnerability as a weakness, And maybe we've been hurt in the past where people have taken advantage of our vulnerabilities. And so we're wounded, right? But we have to know that not everybody is out to get us. Not everybody is out to hurt. And the more that we are confident in who we are as a person and we embrace all of our past experiences and we embrace who we were and who we no longer are because we've grown and we've changed and we're able to, you know, kind of see that. And we know that other people can go through their own growth process as well. That can all really help with being vulnerable. And so it's really important as we navigate through life to keep an open mind and remember that 
everybody has had their own experience. So chances are, if you're feeling like you don't want to be vulnerable and you're scared, there's probably a chance that the people in your life are feeling that same way, just maybe not to the extreme or maybe a little bit more extreme than you are. So communication is 1000% so important and not being afraid to express your fears and not being afraid to express your needs and your wants and then also allowing that same thing for the people in your life. They should be able to come to you and you should be able to be a safe space for them just like you want them to be for you. And so the more that we practice this and the more that we see that, hey, being vulnerable isn't really so bad because there's people in our lives that actually have our back for real, then you know that you are able to trust and you don't have to keep every single person in your life at arm's length. When you go through really challenging times in your life, really, really, really tough times, and you need support and like you feel like you're at rock bottom, who are the people that are there for you no matter what? Who are the people that are there for you through thick and thin? They don't care what you did. They don't care what you say. They're going to be by your side no matter what. Who are those people? Because those are the people that have your back. I think a lot of times when we're feeling a type of way, we might feel like, you know, you kind of like lump everything into this like blanket statement, like I'm frustrated and like nobody is here to comfort me and nobody has my back and nobody has my side and everybody hates me. And, you know, those are very like um, exaggerated blanket statements when that are completely filled with emotion. But when we really think about the tough times that we've experienced in our life, We all have people that have our back no matter what. Some of them might be your, some might be your family. In some cases, it's not your family. In some cases, it's your family. In some cases, it's your best friend. In some cases, it's both. In some cases, it's your partner. In some cases, it's not your partner, whatever. But we all have people that have our back 1000% no matter what, and they will never turn their back on, on us, right? And it's important to remember in those situations, who those people are. And it's important to remember that we do actually have people in our corner because again, when people see us at our worst and they're still there for us and they're there to pick us back up and they're there to like kind of brush us off and get us back together, those are the people that you know that you can trust and it also allows you, like it also lets you see that there actually are good people, right? Yes, there will be people that break our trust. Yes, there will be people that will break our hearts. But it doesn't mean that we have to walk around this cold, guarded person that feels like everyone is out to get us, right? It doesn't mean that we have to live with one foot in the front door and one foot on the front porch. It doesn't mean that we have to only let people in. They can come in the front door, but they can't come into the kitchen, right? Like they have to stay at the door. It doesn't mean those things. It's important to pay attention to the patterns in our lives. It's important to pay attention to the communication that we have with others. And it's important to recognize when maybe we need to ask for help. And it's also important to trust yourself, Because if you can't trust yourself and you can't trust 
your actions, your decisions, your words, if you're letting yourself down, it's going to be very easy for others to let you down as well. So you are number one. So you need to love yourself for who you are. You need to accept yourself for who you are. You need to trust your actions, trust everything, trust your intuition, trust it, trust it, trust it. You need to trust you. And once you do that, and you love yourself through all your highs and all your lows and all your great times and all your ugly times and all your all your bumps in the road the more that you love yourself through those and you you can forgive yourself if you need to for anything it's easier to allow people in if you're feeling pained and hurt it's going to be very difficult to let people in. And it's also going to be very difficult to love other people the way that they need to be loved. So that's another thing that's really important. We're talking a lot about how it's hard for us, let's say on this side, to be vulnerable. But let's not forget about how when we do walk around guarded and cold, it's hard for us to give the love that others crave and deserve. And so that's where it comes right back around to the self-acceptance, the self-forgiveness, the self-trust, and fully being able to provide what you need and what you're asking for for others. And it really needs to be that two-way street. So once you have someone who's willing to speak to you about those things and really mean them, it will be easier for you to be open on this journey. And like I said, you're going to know, they're going to let you know if they can be what you need or if they can't handle you. You'll just know and you'll get a gut feeling and you'll know it and trust it because the more you trust your gut and the more you trust your intuition, the more you trust yourself. And again, it leads back down a better path. So don't question yourself. And don't be afraid because living a life in fear is truly not living at all. And so just to wrap up here, one final thing that I want to touch on is when people do hurt us, and I think as we as adults go on a healing journey or just as we grow in general, um, if you're someone who is kind of dedicated to being better or bettering yourself or changing your thoughts or working on your thoughts, whatever it is. But as we get older and we we go through more life experiences and we become healed or we are working on, on becoming healed or whatever, we realize that when we are hurt, it really has nothing to do with us. So even though it really hurts and we don't want to feel those feelings anymore, The act of being hurt or what people's actions do to hurt us have really nothing to do with us and us being vulnerable and everything to do with them and their pain. So their pain or their insecurities or what they are feeling like they're lacking or what void they are trying to fill or what attention they are seeking or whatever they are trying to run after because they're not after their own healing it's not a reflection of us being vulnerable. And I think for me personally, I, again, I can only speak for me personally through my life experiences. It took me a really long time to even think of that. And 
like I said, being someone who's hurt people. I mean, I think we all have maybe experienced hurting someone's feelings on some level, but you know, I have definitely have hurt people in my life and you know, it took a lot of self-reflection and looking inward to be like, why am I this person? And the hurt that I was causing or, you know, whatever really had everything to do with me. And so I understand that it does not always make it easier to digest, but when, especially when you're elevated, but when you calm down and you can really look at a situation, you can see that people seek instant gratification, right? There's some people that just seek those things and, you know, some things you may be okay with and some things you may not be, but that doesn't affect and shouldn't affect your ability to be vulnerable because again, it's not anything that you did. And so I think that's something that's really important too, because I think right away, you know, we become guarded because we feel like it's us and we are the cause of why we are hurting. Right. And so right away it's our fault and we're not enough and we are ugly and we aren't great people. And we, and when in reality, it's really not that at all. So if we can kind of change that thought process around the entire thing, I think it makes it a little bit easier. And I said, and I was very honest in the beginning of this episode, that this is definitely something that I do struggle with. And I, you know, I feel I have come a very long way, but it's taken a lot of inner work. Um, and it is still a challenge. And it's something that I do work on daily. And sometimes I have setbacks and sometimes I have, you know, steps taken forward. And I think, you know, that's just kind of part of the journey. But I think the first step is understanding or knowing that if you really want to become more vulnerable or you want to feel love on a deeper connection, on a deeper level, then you're going to have to learn and take that risk. And it is really scary and it can be really uncomfortable at first, especially if you're feeling like you're not deserving because then you can be like, I don't understand this. Like, I'm not used to this. Like, this must be too good to be true or whatever. But the more that you actively work on this and the more that you act actively pursue letting your guard down, the easier it becomes. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Wander. This was definitely a hard episode for me to record, uh, just as it is a struggle for me. Um, and I just, you know, believe in being fully transparent here. So um, it is something that I'm actively working on. And these are all kind of tips and tools that I've learned. And, you know, I encourage you to dig a little bit deeper and hopefully you can be on your journey as well, becoming a little bit more open and less guarded in your relationships so that you can experience love to its fullest potential. So thanks for tuning in. Greatly appreciate you guys. Sorry about last week and looking forward to dropping some other exciting episodes in the future. Have a great week.